Welcome to We Are the Champions, a podcast about understanding League of Legends, one randomly rolled champion at a time. I'm Nora. And I'm Olivia. And this is our season finale? Season one. We're, it's in the bag. We um... No, it's in the bag when we fucking get through this odyssey <laughs> of pain and anger and suffering that is standing before us. Um... I'm legitimately angry. We'll get into it. I just want to say at the top, I'm fucking angry. Um, since we didn't know last episode, mm-hmm. um, should we mention the break? Um, because that episode was old and we didn't like. I didn't edit anything in, but no, neither did I. Yeah, we took a break. Um, I had break. shit going on in my life. I didn't. I didn't have the energy to record a podcast or well to record i didn't have an energy to like edit a podcast and put it out that's not where my head was at so i took a break um is that is that relevant in a fucking twisted way isn't that relevant to what we're gonna talk about on this episode uh i don't know but i just wanted to make sure everyone knew that i didn't forget again Mm -hmm. to put the podcast out we just didn't do one that week Mm-hmm. Yes, I requested that we just save the podcast we had already recorded for the week after and not do anything the week before. So by the time you hear this, that's going to be like two weeks ago. Yeah, you nobody know. will really, probably. Don't don't worry about but. it, man. This podcast is free. It's a free yeah. podcast. We're, today we're not, roll, uh, you don't, you want to roll the random champion? You want to roll the number for me? No, I don't. Yeah. What is this? Uh, How many episodes is this? I'm a fucking amateur. 23rd. The 23rd? 22 episodes before, I have rolled you a random champion. This week... Well, except for two of them where we had a guest and they picked a character. Alright. Okay. (laughs) You want to play around with me? You want to play the semantics game? That's fine. Uh, Today... We have a discourse, um, and then we, like, (laughs) and then we started looking into it, and it just got fucking worse. So we, for the first time, are going to talk about a new champion that has been released. Um, Brand new. She's she's not out on the main server yet. She's on, like, the beta thing. She might be out on the main server when this episode comes out. (laughs) Just oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of the lead time, um, yeah, they've released a few champions, uh, new since we've been doing this podcast. We have, uh, we have been like, yeah, we'll, we'll get around to it, and then we didn't because we just didn't feel like bothering. Um, we just added them to the list, basically. Yeah, and we figured we were gonna do them whenever, and now we've hit a champion that just sucks so fucking much <laughs> that we wanted to talk about it now. Um, while it is... There's no element of this character that doesn't suck. No, it's fucking bad. And it's bad in a way that makes me angry. And it's also incredible what the player base is mad about. Because it's a totally different thing than what we're mad about. Oh, I didn't even even get into the player base discourse. Jesus Christ. People are just really, really upset that she's just Sona. Which she's not. (laughs) But, you know, we can't have two music characters uh okay we can have lots of sword men i don't even have a i don't even have a full timeline of this um but this character came to my attention when somebody shared me one of when somebody shared to me one of her tweets because this league of legends character she's got a fucking twitter account (laughs) and i think this twitter account is going to be a big part of this episode um They've been just 
Riot Games. By the way, this whole episode, sometimes we have like a news segment thing where we say fuck fuck Riot. It's the fuck Riot news segment. This one's going to be the whole mm-hmm. fucking episode where we talk about this. So for the for a few months now, I guess, how old is this Twitter account? June 2020. For an entire summer, some people at Riot Games have been role-playing the new character in an AU her name is... What is her name? Her name is Seraphine. Um, Not to be they, confused with the Seraphine website that comes up if you Google it, which is about pregnancy or uh, like maternity uh, uh, clothes. Yeah, you sent that to me and for a second I thought it was like a real pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Riot Games tie-in and I was... <laughs> I'd just seen so much shit at that point that I was like, you know what? Fine. Um, So they've been role-playing Seraphine um, in an AU. This is not like her in League of Legends. This is like, what if she was a real human girl in our real human world? It's the pop star AU we've alluded to before, where some of the lead characters are a K-pop group. Um, And she's like, is she the new member? Is she the new member of the group? No, she's in her bio on Twitter. It says KDA collab 2020. So she's going to like, collab with them she also has an instagram a soundcloud and a spotify uh and Jesus christ what is this is this an actual song yeah i think she she's re- i went down her god awful fucking twitter and she's like released um she's released music but let me just get to like how i the first thing okay i don't want to lose the lead here mm-hmm. so somebody shared me one of her tweets I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the tweets, okay? Yeah, With to, to to clarify, this is from a fictional character. This is an RP account run by Riot employees during a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is in and this is a RP account for an AU of a League of Legends character where she is a like independent music musician who is like in a collab with a big k-pop group and the tweets read october 10th as this quote we're going to shanghai in two days and it's finally settling it setting in all at once i've been working so hard and i've been trying my best to love myself but i still can't find the confidence i need end tweet begin second tweet quote i'm realizing that i can't do this alone and maybe i need to be the one to ask for help ellipses so could you give me some encouraging words i need something to believe in right now end tweet fuck you fuck you i'm fucking angry at just this is a multinational million dollar fucking video game company Role playing one, one of the biggest video game companies in the world, role playing a young woman with depression on Twitter.com, soliciting wor- like messages of encouragement from League of Legends fans. Just it's fucking what's the word? It's fucking ghoulish. That's what I would. It's ghoulish. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And you can and. You can go down her Twitter, and she... This is, like... This is the persona. This is the character that they've... She tweets about, like, her unhealthy sleeping habits. She tweets about, like, fucking something up in practice, and then being afraid that the fucking KDA members are, like, mad at her. Like, she tweets about, like, her low self-worth and her fucking, like, self-doubt that she has at two in the morning. Um, she's retweeting this, like, she's retweeting an animation of, like, you know, of, like, like a twee little animation of somebody with storm clouds in their head that they then breathe out and the storm clouds come out and form, like, a blue sky over their head. It's just, fuck you. Real people deal with this shit. Like, real ass people. And Riot Games... Riot Games as an organization has created this in some people, right? Like, this shit doesn't just happen to people randomly. It's a product of environments. Like, when somebody has, like, a... When someone has fucking self-esteem issues, when they have, like, 
anxiety and self-worth issues and they doubt themselves that's because of the instability uh, that's like in part because of the instability of their lives under fucking capitalism which riot games contributes to they're like wearing the fucking they're wearing like a parody mask of their fucking victims and coming on twitter to just like role play this to get you invested in a fucking league of legends character so you'll buy the skin for 20 fucking dollars I'm sorry for just going off, but I hate this shit. And that's not all of it. No, it um, it, it gets worse from there. And like we, you know, we've been talking about VTubers a lot on Duo Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's useful to sort of draw that distinction. Mm-hmm. Um, of like. <sighs> the role play for monetization thing going mm-hmm. on because mm-hmm. those like, are very different things but i i i can see that s- some people might like draw that line mm-hmm. like i can i can see how someone could come at me and be like well you like vtubers what's the difference between here and the difference is that <laughs> like gaugura is not fucking posting about her mental health issues on twitter.com there's playing a character as a single performer for the shit that you do on on the internet and then there's just this fucking craven nasty ass like use of real mental health struggles that people go through and like creating like a the most sanitized but also pitiful fucking version of that and then like exploiting it for views so you can make a tweet later where she's where like seraphine has printed out all of your encouraging messages on a cute little cork board and then made like an aesthetic instagram post of it alongside encouraging messages from the league of legends characters she hangs out with Uh uh-huh um so her there's so many more layers to this also Mm -hmm. this is only the real world stuff this is the arg Mm-hmm. Um, but her her Instagram is all like photos that are real photos, but have been edited so that the video game character is in front of the what is clearly a photo of a person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't I can't look at Instagram anymore without logging in. <laughs> I scrolled too far. Um, <laughs> But, like, all of these are clearly, like, real pictures that have just been edited to put a fake person in there. And maybe the most on-the-fucking-nose thing that has ever happened on social media. Like, oh, like, I, you said print out all of the encouraging tweets. I, I thought you said that as a joke. I didn't realize that's a real post that she did on Instagram. Yeah, and, like, she, like, who, one of the people, like, behind this account, like, literally printed out tweets and put them on a corkboard. That's a real cat down there. There's a real cat yeah, that's in a, that picture. This is a real person's baby photo that has been edited to put a baby seraphine on it. It's just like the way that the way that social media like sells you like these like personas of of like these like small personas of people as if they are a whole real person, you know? Does this make any sense? I think so. The way that Twitter like the implicit promise of Twitter is that you can follow like um I'm trying to pick a celebrity with, like, a minimal amount of, like, horrible things about them. Um, it, it's like the I idea... I like your It's like, yeah, it's the ideal that you can, like... Twitter sells you the idea that you can follow, like, Elijah Wood's Twitter. And you get, like, an understanding of who Elijah Wood is that is authentic, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. The the man has probably the man is either just making tweets by himself, which would still not give you like a real understanding of his personality, or he has a social media team to do it. But this is like that taken to the absolute extreme. Like it's selling you the authentic look into a fake fucking person. Like is the person 
singing, like the person who does VO for the character, is that the person running the accounts? Oh, definitely not. No way. Like, for sure, they would have, like, a social media team dealing with the accounts, and then they just have somebody's voice that they're buying to perform these covers of songs. She retweeted, like, an independent musician's, like, EP announcement and said, like, oh, this guy is, like, one of the few people who supported me when I was first starting out. His music has always been an inspiration to me. Please listen to it. What the fuck? What does that mean? <laughs> it's fake. She's it's it's a direct lie to your face. It's what it is. Star it, Trek voice. It's a fake. It's just like It makes me mad. It makes me really mad. I don't know if you can tell that this makes me angry. I had a little bit of an inkling. <sighs> it's just, um and some of the other stuff from like her, her, what, what she actually is as a character, like is in is like leaking into this too because she's got some more shit we haven't gotten to yet that makes me angry. But just like this, this thing, and then of also, there's a whole other dimension where like her entire story is just like capitalist propaganda. Like her, her whole thing is that she was like just a just a girl with a dream making music in her in her room, and now she's like now she's collabing with KDA because she's she just made it with. Do you want to get into that right now? Sure. I or think... did you have more to say about the real world stuff? This is the real world stuff. Like this is the in the like it on the oh, Twitter the, account. This is her oh, narrative because. Because her her Runeterra lore is exactly the same, so I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, her Runeterra, her Runeterra lore is that she is a pop star. Specifically, the real world AU is that she is a pop star who is collaborate, who is like discovered by like KDA, the KDA band, yeah. and then collaborates yeah. with them and becomes a huge pop star in her own right. I do want to point out that she has a post about relaxing with kaisa mm -hmm. you know kaisa we've we've covered kaisa before do you think that kaisa is like a, a real like relaxing sort of meditative character uh she's fucking whatever riot needs her to be and more so than any other character because she <laughs> love you hannah kaisa doesn't have a fucking personality <laughs> She has a personality, and it's, I'm a monster. Uh-huh. Uh, God. But it's just, like, this whole story, it's just, it's, like, literally just ideology that they're just feeding to you. Like, that's the whole thing, is, like, she has this one post that's, like, talking about how she knows that she has inherent worth, but then also tells herself that she just needs to work harder and work harder and harder and eventually, and she'll like earn, she'll earn like her success or some shit like that. And her whole story is like validating that, you know? Like the whole point of the story is like, damn, maybe if you work hard enough, you can fucking achieve your dreams too. You have to work hard at your thing. Uh-huh. So, do we, we, so this character isn't technically out yet, so she doesn't have the normal page that we would, like, refer back to. Um, mm -hmm. She has lore filled out on her wiki page. Thank you, mm -hmm. League of Legends wiki. She has a Champion Insights page that sort of explains some of her design philosophy uh, mm -hmm. by way of, like, quotes from designers. Um mm -hmm. Which so we, we do kind of have a blurb at the top of this wiki page. If you would, uh, if you would like to bring back the structure for just thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, we are. You probably, uh, you can probably tell at this point. But we've also abandoned largely the structure for this big episode, um, just because it felt fucking weird. Like, are we going to do a personality quiz for this girl? No, just feeding into the shit that they're already doing. You know. Um, so we're just talking. Um, we'll do a personality quiz just for us. We'll do a personality quiz for us. We'll find <laughs> out that I have... We'll just... I'll just get on BuzzFeed, man. I don't know. 
so <laughs> the lore and um the like little bio here right it says born to pilt in piltover to zonite parents put that aside for a second seraphine can <laughs> hear the souls of others the world sings to her and she sings back Though these sounds overwhelmed her in her youth, she now draws on them for inspiration, turning the chaos into a symphony. She performs for the the sister cities to remind their citizens that they're not alone, that they're stronger together, and that, in her eyes, their potential is limitless. Nora, where would you like to start in that bio? Um, I would like to start with the part where the official lore blurb of this League of Legends character has a Hillary Clinton campaign quote in it. Sorry, it has what? (laughs) Sorry, Uh, it has what? Stronger Together is like... Isn't that the book that Hillary Clinton and Tim Kaine wrote? Oh, shit. Hillary Clinton Stronger Together... Oh my god, it was a Hillary Clinton campaign thing. Bro! I mean, and it's relevant <laughs> too, because her... Okay, so Piltover and Zon, as a region, we talked about it in the first episode. If you've forgotten, it is the big steampunk... It is the big fancy rich steampunk city sitting directly over and poisoning... <laughs> A town of poor people mm-hmm. who do their labor, like, who do cheap labor for them. It's and like, Se- Seraphine's like, things that she does, like, bullshit unity concerts to remind everyone they're stronger together. And, like, paper over the fact that Piltover is literally pumping toxic waste into Zon. That's their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Um, when she, when she sings in Zon, when she goes down to Zon for the first time, mm-hmm. she heard refrains of resilience and ambition, much like above, yet with a thrum of freedom that was all their own. Aren't poor people so fucking free? They're so free. Isn't poverty uh, so then, noble? Well, look, it does say, you know, she also sensed pain, fear of the ca- M barons who controlled every opportunity, hatred of the spoiled, arrogant pilties above. See, those two are different. Those are different fucking things. Being afraid of the like structures around you that can consign you to poverty without like a, even a moment's thought is different from hating the people who do that. Mm-hmm. Um also both are fucking valid. I don't know if you live in Zon. I think you are right to hate the people who are, again, literally pumping industrial pollutants into your home. And be afraid of the people exploiting that to control you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's just so much discord. The two discord. cities were divided by more than simple misunderstanding. She wanted to mend, to unite. Again, pumping industrial waste. I just, I keep coming back to that because it's just, it's one of those details that just fucking blows my mind. Like, But it's, it's her song's not working, right? Because there's so much dividing these two cities. Mm-hmm. And this is, the thing that she does to, to address that issue is uh, another point of this character's writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, I'm about to get mad again. Do you want to talk again. about the dampener? Let's well, talk. I mean, if you really want to get mad, we can start before the dampener. We can start at the Echolalia. Yes. Let's talk about Seraphine's autistic coding. Because this is a thing this character has. Um, <laughs> honestly, thank God they haven't tried to, like, represent this in the Twitter account. Could you imagine? God. Could you fucking imagine? But, oh. yeah. Uh, there are some tropes associated with autism spectrum disorder that show up in Seraphine's bio with a frequency. Um, as you've said, 
uh, in her childhood, she, like, displayed echolalia. She would repeat things that she heard back to people. Um, this is, like, phrased in the lore as her, like, you know, she just, like, hears songs in everything, right? And so she'll sing them back. Um, and then they go, you know, then you pointed this out to me, that it says she would, you know, sing the melodies of conversations she heard. So there she is, you know, classic echolalia, repeating things that you hear. Um, and then, uh, it also says that, like, as she gets older, she starts to hear louder and louder songs, so they become disabling to the point that she gets sensory overloads and, like, has to go into her room and cover her ears, because she's, you know, just overwhelmed by the senses of, you know, the sensory experience of the society she lives in. So there, there's two. Mm-hmm. Number three is the dampener. I feel like I'm talking way, way too much. Can, can you? No, can you no. Get go to for the... it. So, well, I, I, so the dampener. So her parents, like, also she has immigrant parents. Is the thing. Like, there's, there's also some immigrant parent stuff in there where, like, her parents are Zoanites so, who, who uh, fucking yeah, bootstrap so their way it up says to Seraphine's, Seraphine's parents had left everything behind so she could be born in Piltover. They couldn't bear seeing her struggle. Scraping together their savings to purchase a shard of rare Hextech crystal, they crafted a device that dampened her magical hearing, and for the first time in years, there was silence. So... So her immigrant parents scraped together a bunch of money to buy her expensive adaptive technology so that she could uh-huh. function in society. Um, and then I'm going to, Nora, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of bracket out another thing that comes up in her lore. We'll talk about that later, but yeah, we'll talk about the crystals later. <laughs> then it positively <laughs> describes the process of Seraphine just learning to manage her fucking disability to the point that she doesn't need her adaptive technology. Isn't that great? Isn't yeah, that... That's some, not... Some real... That's not... There's some real drive there, you know? You can really sense her ambition. That's not literally the sh- the, ki- the shit kind of narratives that doctors invoke to try to get people to stop mm-hmm. using wheelchairs that they need to get around by just implying that they can do fucking physical therapy enough that they're you know that their legs are gonna not need wheelchair support anymore we're just putting that in there for fun and then the ultimate fate of the dampeners is that she just she decides that this this rare hextech crystal that like deals with sounds it's you know it's not it's like how to phrase this the it's the best use is not for adaptive technology that helps her deal with her disability, because she can just do that by herself. What she actually needs to do is dismantle the adaptive technology and create it and, like, rework it into a thing that enhances her performances. Right. You have to take, uh, you know, the... the <laughs> you have to turn your your uh disadvantages into advantages you have to you have to you have to take the shit that makes you a disabled little weirdo and turn it into something that'll make you a sexy league of legends pop star girl um so yeah. that's another thing about her that makes me fucking angry like just what the and, fuck and like there's nothing about like there's no music industry in Runeterra, right? So mm-hmm. she is a pop star, but she's a pop star in the sense of like, she's the only performer like this, mm-hmm. period. Like there are ostensibly bands in like Zon, because like in Legends of Runeterra, like there's cards for musicians and mm-hmm. like the Hex, Hex Punk. What is that, right? There's like Hex. a, there's like a something punk shredder. Punk. It's a guy with a guitar. It's a chem punk shredder. Like certainly bands seem to exist, but like, is she gonna go on tour? Like they, they the have... th- the thing about it is that there there's never any. Okay, this is this is where it gets into like what you were talking about with the propaganda stuff. Like there's no profit motive. 
Mm-hmm. She's not getting paid for this. She's just uniting the world. She's becoming wild stallions. It's the fucking. <laughs> don't you, don't you bring wild stallions into this? <laughs> they had a holy mission. <laughs> yeah, it's just the fucking. It's the. Pro- it's the fucking Protestant work ethic. She just has this calling to unite the peoples of Runeterra, so she devotes her life to a profession. Um. Also, it's just aesthetically. We read this. We read this article, which was about like you know the the you know here's our insights for designing her. Um. They talk a lot about how like there are no pop stars in in the world of League of Legends, so her design just. Her, like, concept is a thing that does not exist in this world. And they talk about, like, making her fit. Um, and they don't do that. They come up with the little platform that is made out of her, again, her fucking, like, adaptive technology. And then they just, like, treat that as though that made this pop star thing make any fucking sense. If I were making a character and I realized that the character archetype I was making didn't exist in the world that the character would inhabit i would probably make a different character can i read one of these uh can i read one of these uh Mm -hmm. quotes from here um which is just uh hold on um different from okay uh just a quote here that i want to make fun of because it's really fucking funny um uh this is from the uh design insights article It says, at first, Seraphine just flew around with her mic and some visual effects. But we encountered a problem we run into a lot, which is making sure new champs look as physically different as possible from other champs. So you know you have a problem. (laughs) You know you just draw League of Legends sexy girl five million fucking times, huh? (laughs) And guess what they did to make her visually different from other champions? Uh, was You get one guess. Uh, was it A, redesign her so she actually has, like, a different aesthetic body type, you know, look to her? Um, was it rethink their design philosophy that keeps spitting them out champions that look like other champions? Or was it C, put a fucking platform under her and go, yeah, yeah, that's basically it. I'm gonna guess it was A. Hmm? I'm gonna guess the first one? No. No, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Oh. Did they put a platform under her? They put a fucking platform under her. And then they decided that it needed... Then they decided that it needed to be made out of her hearing aids. (sighs) So anyway, you want to talk about the crystals? Yeah, let's talk about the genocide crystals. (laughs) 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 They're not genocide crystals, per se. we haven't gotten to the character that represents the race that was genocided, so we can't... We, If we had gotten Skarner before this episode, this would be a little easier. Um, there's a race of crystal scorpions in League of Legends. Um, they aren't alive. Their souls are in Hextech crystals. Um, so there's like a destroyed... The souls of destroyed people in... The fucking magic fuel in this world. Um, oh, um, I actually just clicked over to read what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the crystal scorpions went underground and hibernated to avoid the rune wars, which we talked about on the rise episode. And then they just haven't woken up yet. And so people just happened upon these crystals and started taking them. Oh, another great <laughs> quote here. <laughs> Specifically, through their name stones, Bracker and possess a hive mind connection with each other. So they st- they stole their psychic stones uh, that are like core to their being and have their souls in them. They're dragon hearts. If you're an Aragon fan, <laughs> um, another great quote from this article. Quote, most Piltovans are unaware, but Hextech relies on crystals that have Brackern souls within them. There are some heavy implications to this. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) But this only exists in the lore as like a fun little detail to like inform Seraphine's journey to get over her autism. Like, 
her heck the hex tech crystal they buy has a has a fucking what are these called brackern it has a brackern in it and she talks to it and it does like a fucking magical minority thing to tell her just like the ways of understanding people's different songs and that's when she starts just like doing whatever the fuck she does so that she's less autistic like what is wrong with these people we can talk on the skarner episode about the ways that brackern are like sentient people who are physically and literally like mined for value and like exploited for value by the people who came to their land after they were there Mm-hmm. We can talk about that on the Skarner episode. Just want to plant that seed for later. <sighs> and they just they just put it in this A in here as like a fun thing. Wouldn't that be fun if that was like her story? And now she's and then they have this whole thing, which is like So Seraphine becomes aware of this um like atrocity right like they're using this they're using people's souls to power steampunk bullshit it's it's existence isn't an atrocity that's a natural thing yeah it's just that it was taken from a skarner's body a skarner a brackern's body (laughs) i mean atrocity in that like the all the steampunk stuff is like powered by the souls of people oh yeah that part that part's an atrocity um there is um (sighs) And the way they treat this is like, so she learns about this, and then in some vague, undefined way, Hello? decides. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. We're uh, back. We're back. We, we had some <laughs> Wi-Fi trouble again. This. Episode um, has been cursed by two big disconnects on both ends. Uh, so uh, we were talking about we are Seraphine. Uh, um, Hextech runs on people. Yeah. Uh, Hextech runs on people. Seraphine knows this. Um, but but she's you know, accepted it, that it's impossible for her to save them. Yeah, for some fucking reason. <laughs> I mean, that might literally be true. They might, their bodies might have been left behind to rot or be destroyed without these name stones. Like, I guess for all intents and purposes, that might be true. They don't really say that. No, just, (laughs) damn, just found out about the exploitation of an entire race of intelligent beings. Shit sucks, bro. (laughs) Um, We've already taken from them, and it would be difficult and inconvenient to give back to them and this is the same thing with the zonites too right like we were talking about hillary clinton earlier and there is a very (laughs) like liberal democrat attitude to Uh this where it's like oh seraphine is aware of so much suffering in the world um it's inspiration porn to her she just finds it really noble that people are like suffering and fucked up in in this world um she's just gonna be a very successful pop star about it really What is the line? Here's the line from the end of the bio. Uh, Seraphine has become the premier star in both Piltover and Zaun. Empowered by her gifts and her hextech, she amplifies the voices of all with a fresh spirit of optimism because to her, everyone matters, especially those who are struggling. They inspire her, and she will do her best to inspire them in return. I have a question for you. Seraphine, pay my rent. So Seraphine has a T-shirt that says "All Lives Matter." Oh, for fucking for sure, man. God, like just what the this entire bio is just a complete series of like totally unforced ruinous car- errors that they just make. This whole character, they've just been doing this. Nobody made them do this. And they've been doing this. This character sucks so much. She's really fucking bad. She's really um, fucking She's terrible. like... This weird... 
conglomeration of like 17 different unconscious like ideologies that have sort of condensed into this this character who like exhibits all of these completely unthinking biases and like shitty ideas Mm -hmm. Uh, but also um is kind of intentional because it's like a very everyone likes the character who's nice everyone likes a sweetheart who wants to help people and she's also league of legends sexy girl and uh you can buy a skin for 25 dollars and she's also depression posting on main yeah she's like literally she's like posting stuff on main that if she was actually a real person posting this on her professional account that she posts music on i'd be like jesus christ lady get an alt yeah she's like alt posting on main for your sympathy uh why why this fuck riot fuck riot game i don't know this is what they think is interesting you know like we we were we were talking about um earlier we were talking about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um and this really reminds me of like this is I think JK Rowling would write this character. <laughs> which which like, one? Both of them? <laughs> like first of all, incredible JK Rowling move to just write something completely different into your long-term project and uh-huh. don't give a shit if it fits within your aesthetic or like world world design goals just cuz that's what you really want to write about. And like I think given the fact that this character started with the fucking KDA like AU version, like they just wanted to like do some bullshit with a pop star character. And also like there's also another element of that that it would that's like, yeah, you know, the K-pop stars were, were really popular. But that's just not the right type of character that we want to role play. There's just something yeah, about the is... K-pop coded characters that just isn't what we want to make the twee social media character. Uh huh. Yeah. She Don't know what is. that would be. She is an she's an American. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she live in fucking L.A.? Uh, let me... Let's go. Where is her location? Her location is Hot Pot Time. I hate... I hate her! (laughs) (laughs) Not followed by anyone you're following. Damn straight. 315,000 followers, though. (sighs) Less followers than uh, Nino Mayananis. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Hold on, I need to compare. I don't know where she is. I mean, she's just writ- she's written to be an American character, you know? She has twice as many Twitter followers as Legends of Runeterra. Bruh. <laughs> uh, let me check Riot Games support. She almost has as much followers as Riot Games support. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! They got somebody to write a Billboard article where they like plugged her music as like ten cool new pop songs to get you through the week, and they put one of her songs on there. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. I don't I don't know where she is, but she's American. Yeah. Uh, you're totally right. Also a very JK Rowling move to just wrap twenty million like of the nastiest liberal prejudices into like one character and be like, here it is. The description on this billboard piece is this take on all the things she said, performed by singer songwriter Jasmine Clark and new League of Legends champion Seraphine is a Grimes esque reinvention. <laughs> don't even man don't even make me think about grimes on this podcast <laughs> oh god i mean she's from piltover and zon 
So if she meets a mad scientist businessman, who knows? <laughs> Who's the Elon Musk of League of Legends? Ah. Uh... Is it yeah, Jace? You found it. You found you found the only thing that could make me angrier. Is it Jace? I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to entertain this. I've suffered enough. That's true. Do we have any final thoughts on this? On this shit show? Besides the obvious, like, fuck Riot. Fuck Riot. I don't even... Like, man, if this is the... They're so proud of this character. Yeah. You know? This is what you make, and you're proud of it? For shame. And I mean that. Feel ashamed of this. I work hard every fucking day, man. Yeah. I work so hard every fucking day. That's the end of my thoughts. Would you like to take a personality quiz for funsies? Just to raise the mood? You know what? Sure. Sure. Do you have one? Or are we taking a break? Let's take a break and I'll get you one. Let's take a break. All right. Bye, everyone. Sorry I said fuck like 20 million times. It's okay. We're Do adults. We Do we swear on this podcast? <laughs> That's my favorite question to ask on any podcast. <laughs> we'll be back with a little we'll um, a denouement for this season finale of We Are the Champions. I, I I I did a I did a little salute as though this is Common Rider Forza and I'm gonna get a shing. <laughs> uh, fuck it. We're back. We're back, and we owe a surprising amount to the community at BuzzFeed.com. Do you ever think about this? We do use them for every episode. We gonna do. Like, I don't know. It's like a thing where it's like, they're they're good personality quizzes. They make good content for us, so Mm -hmm. who can say whether BuzzFeed.com is good or bad? This one is by BuzzFeed staff. Hmm. I'm less happy about that. But what it is... was posted three days ago, but updated two hours ago. Ooh. Ooh, I want to know the dirt. Let's get on the way back machine. <laughs> <laughs> this quiz is, we can guess your relationship status based on what you eat at this potato-only buffet. It's a real throwback. Have you sent, the... <laughs> Have you sent this to me? Have you sent this? Yeah. Okay, there it is, there it is, there it is. Um, yeah, this is a real throwback for us. Uh, we're just gonna take it as ourselves and then talk about our yeah. talk about our little answers. Um, yeah. First, we're gonna pick a potato side dish. Our options are tater tots, hash browns, latkes, potato croquettes, potato chips, and mashed potatoes. Man, potatoes are really good. Is the thing yeah. Irish voice? Potatoes uh-huh. are really good. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. Yes. I eat chips more often, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it to latkes because they're better and I don't get them very often. Yeah. Here's the thing. Latkes are not side dish for me. That's main dish material. Yeah, for sure. Neither are yeah. hash browns, so I'm going to go with tater tots. Like, if I'm thinking about a potato side dish, I'm going to get me some tots. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll be real with you right now. Potato chips aren't a side dish either. <laughs> Those are a snack. If I'm eating potato chips, usually that's all I'm eating at the moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Oh, about some fries. Sweet potato fries, french fries, chili fries, Cajun seasoned fries, cheese fries, and truffle fries. This is going to make me so hungry. Yeah, me too. Again, I'm going to go Cajun seasoned. Oh, Cajun seasoned. I'm going to go with cheese fries. The problem is that the cheese fries they have a picture of are just like looks like Velveeta melted over cheese uh, yeah. melted over fries, which isn't what I want. What I want is the cheese fries from Chili's that has cheese and jalapeno slices and some bacon. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You dip in a ranch. That's the good shit. Mm-hmm. I, but Cajun, is, because I like the spicy fries at Five Guys. This is a vote for the concept of cheese fries more than the specific of the cheese fry. How about something with vegetables? You can get potatoes and asparagus, sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts, potatoes and string beans, potatoes and mushrooms, potatoes and broccoli, and potatoes and peppers. Now, now this. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the peppers. I'm also gonna go with the peppers. It just looks good. That just looks good. It looks really good, and also I would sub out the bell peppers for poblanos. <laughs> the superior pepper. Uh huh. Which of these are you putting on your plate? They're really running what, out of fries. They're really mm-hmm. running out of ways to say pick a potato, <laughs> pick a potato dish. <laughs> Uh, wedge fries, baked potato, potato skins, Hasselback potatoes, which look interesting, but I've never seen that before. No, Fingerling tomatoes or home fries. You said tomatoes. You said tomatoes. What? You said fingerling tomatoes. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. We can. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. If you said it. I'm just gonna put I'm just gonna put the clip of that into that sound, into that silence. <laughs> okay, yeah. Roll roll the tapes. Roll the tapes. History will vindicate me. <laughs> roll the tapes. I'll bet you ten dollars No, I'm not gonna bet you money. <laughs> I'm not gonna bet you money because I don't want you to send me money when I'm right. I'd do it. <laughs> um I'm gonna get. I want to know what Hasselback potatoes are about. Yeah, that's interesting. You want to just Google those in the middle of in the middle of this quiz? Yeah. Fuck it, we can do what we want. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> so Hasselback potatoes, or potato a la Hasselbacken, uh, <laughs> or Swedish Hasselback spotatus, are a type of baked potato where they are cut about halfway through into thin, fan-like slices. They're most often served with the main course, but can also be adapted into a side dish or canapé. Canapé? Canape? Canapé. <laughs> yeah. Canapé. De- oh. Various toppings can be added, such as caraway seeds, paprika, or breadcrumbs. I wouldn't call paprika a topping. No, that, no, no. Uh, those... I would describe that as seasoning. I think a topping is usually something that alters the physicality of the object yeah i'm gonna get me a baked potato man i'm just getting a baked fucking potato i don't like baked potatoes but i support you thank you you gotta eat them out of the i keep hitting my fucking microphone (laughs) you gotta you gotta get them out of the you gotta uh you gotta eat them out of the skin and then eat the skin at the end that's how you do it if you take your baked potato out of the skin fuck you Noted potato expert, Olivia Joseph. <laughs> noted noted Irish woman, Olivia Joseph. <laughs> you take the potato out of the skin, fuck you. Anyway, these soups and salads have potato in them. It's time for you to pick one. <laughs> this is, honey, it's 4 p.m. Time to pick a potato dish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. Our options are potato soup, potato salad, corn chowder, niçoise salad, clam chowder, and beef stew. Mike, oh, you got me there. I don't want any of these. No, ah, uh, my granny makes the best potato salad. It's so tasty. It's so good. I wish I had some right now. I'm going potato salad. I've had plenty of kartoffels a lot when I was in Germany. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I will try potato soup because I don't know what that is. Maybe it's good. <laughs> All right. Now pick something heavier. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be a tough one for me. Potatoes au gratin, shepherd's pie, scalloped potatoes, sweet potato pie, breakfast casserole, Spanish tortilla. What? Uh, for me... This really comes down to the potato gratin or the shepherd's pie. Those two are delicious foods. Um, the, the, the what? The potato gratin. Au gratin? I can't talk to you right now. Uh, 
I need to elucidate one point here. All right. Spanish omelet or Spanish tortilla is a traditional dish from Spain and one of the signature dishes in the Spanish cuisine. It's an omelet made with eggs and potatoes, optionally including onion, often served at room temperature as a tapa. Tapa? I don't know. Tapas. Um, <laughs> it's big. Um, yeah. It's not what you think of as a tortilla. It's big and it's thick. Yeah, they're tasty. Um Never had that before. Never heard of it before this moment. I'm going to go with Learned Shepherd's so Pie, just so I don't have to say the name of the other one I like and uh, break up with you. Uh, I've never had potatoes are gratin. Or scalloped potatoes. I haven't really had any of these things, but sweet potato pie is okay. I'm going to go with the sweet potato. No, I want to try the Spanish tortilla. That looks good. Looks mm-hmm. good and tasty. What is so good? You'll go back for seconds. Potato salad, potato skins, truffle fries, mashed potatoes, <laughs> scalloped potatoes, and tater tots. Okay, so I got three of three of my things on here. That's going to be difficult. Uh, literally nothing I've picked is on this list. <laughs> the quiz maker really revealing their, their biases here. I will go with mashed potatoes because you can't really go wrong with mashed potatoes. All right. Um, I'm getting those skins, man. I eat other people's potato skins if they don't want them, so. Sure. I've never had one. (laughs) Give me your potato skins. (laughs) Finally, what will you grab on your last trip to the buffet line? (laughs) I forgot that the conceit of this quiz is that it's a potato-only buffet. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, potato croquettes, cheese fries, baked potato, potato soup, Cajun seasoned fries, Spanish tortilla. Mm-hmm. Your last trip. You've been eating all these potatoes. I've been eating all these potatoes. Okay. My last trip to the buffet. That's always when I get the worst thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. go on your last trip and you're not going again, you get the thing that is that you almost couldn't eat, you know? You get you get the decadent stuff. That's why it's cheese fries, baby. Um, I'm gonna go with potato croquettes just because they look tasty. It would be a nice little final note to end on. Mm-hmm. Um, so can Buzzfeed tell we're dating? Let's find out. What did you get? You got single and looking. Ha <laughs> finally! <laughs> finally, somebody who can't tell! That's not even something I particularly want. I'm just, I'm just glad that, you know. <clears throat> well, I got dating, but nobody specific. Wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay, what does yours, like, say? You're enjoying your time as a single person, but you're also getting out there and meeting new people. If it leads to a relationship, then great. If not, also great. And it, it hasn't loaded the image and it refuses to load the image. Okay, I got Lady in the Tramp um, doing the spaghetti kiss. That's my image. <laughs> um, I gotta say, like, not... Not being in a relationship, but I guess just doing, like, first date stuff, meeting new people, that sounds fucking miserable. Yeah. All the worst parts of dating forever. Uh Uh-huh. I'm single and looking. You're single at the moment, but you're looking for that sentimental connection. Who knows? It might just be around the corner. Maybe she's podcasting with you right now. (gasps) 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 Is it crazy? (laughs) <laughs> he's not podcasting he's quiet he's support staff i mean his voice is on the file <sighs> thanks to gyark <sighs> if you've got to date one of them date gyark he's the quiet more reliable he's honestly the, more reliable he's the quiet type you know he's a listener he's quiet and he does what you tell him to unlike craig <laughs> Autumn sneeze right after that. It was really good. I hope he picks up. Uh, all right. I think that's it. We got mad. We got disconnected. We thought about potatoes a lot. We got hungry. 
Um, we got disconnected, but then we we started we focused on unity with our potatoes, and it really brought us all together. You're just trying to make um, me mad right before we hang up, huh? You just you. This is how we end every podcast. <laughs> you're just trying to make me mad, and I, you know what? I was actually just going to talk about how much I've enjoyed spending six months making this podcast with you, and I'm excited to, uh like start with a new season of the show and un- unknown unknown treasures and memories await us wow i love you yeah how do you feel about interrupting me now bad <laughs> i feel bad about it i regret it <laughs> and to think i was gonna do another hillary clinton joke <laughs> uh no, it's been a good time. Even when I get mad, man, it's just, it's nice to spend time with you. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have to do another episode like this, but we <laughs> might have to. You can never count. And by have to, I mean still, we are still choosing. To, nobody's forcing us to make this podcast. Nobody's forcing you to make this podcast? Shut up. <laughs> Uh, where <laughs> when you're not making this podcast where can people find you you can find me on twitter at neither nora you find stuff i do at norablake.online um you can find the podcast on twitter at runeterra tips email us at we are the, the email at gmail.com yeah. we do have some emails oh i i can't i can't do those right now sorry y'all Next week. Okay, it's fine. They're just from Autumn. Thanks, Autumn. Olivia says thanks for the emails, but we're not doing them. No, I said thank you. What? Just thank you, period. <laughs> I get such good email. <laughs> <laughs> we're just not doing emails this episode. Okay, that's fair. You made me sound so rude. You made me <laughs> sound so dismissive. I would never do that to Autumn. I know. I know. Um, but we are the email at gmail.com. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Great Grieve, which is a type of bird. I was going to ironically <laughs> shout out fucking Seraphine's Twitter, but no. No. It's a funny at only because um, I hate Wabs. <laughs> Um, you can find you, you just go to at bombs just go to at bombs on <laughs> instead of reading Seraphine's tweets read these tweets instead the Twitter user at head falls off yeah good. damn go to go to fucking is the abnormal mapping account just abnormal mapping uh yeah but I think it's just a rss bot yeah but just like go there and go to the podcast yeah. and get off twitter that's a shit website so go to the abnormal mapping twitter click a link to the podcast go to the podcast and spend your time listening to abnormal mapping podcasts because they're good you yeah did you plug the podcast patreon yeah. go to the export audio patreon drop them some fucking money <laughs> you're only gonna get good podcasts like you can't go fucking wrong. You gonna buy a League of Legends skin? You little bitch. Don't do that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't do that, you fucking idiot. How long have you been listening to this podcast for? 23 weeks, give or take. Yeah, roughly like that, yeah. I mean, at most. Maybe you're like, maybe you've been listening to all these in a weekend because you're really having a time of it. If you are if you are really having a time of it. I'm here for you as much as I can be, given that I don't know who you are. But in the abstract, I hope that you're okay, and I hope that you go get it, that you get through this. All right. Uh, and what do we say to him? Um, it's very easy for your brain to fuck you up and get you feeling like you don't have any worth. You do have worth, though. Every human being has something that they bring to the lives of other human beings, okay? And there's nobody in this world that's worthless. 
even if they've written <laughs> Seraphine from League of Legends, even those people. Phil Bottom. Bye, motherfucker. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>